while you know the Eagles are good when our senior producer Mr. Ramirez puts in third in the list this week this is good we're, we're getting up there now uh, Eagles definitely win a tight one Brian in Arizona 20-17 cards missed a late field goal to put the game to overtime um, yeah Colin Cardinal should have scored in that drive they were really getting well Kyler Murray was like Tim Tebow in that last drive oh I'll, I'll just run I'll just run man the thing that was surprised me though Brian, or Colin is Jalen Hurts I think going by the next John stats did not throw the ball in the midfield once or if it was it was under two or three times in the game he's exploiting the sides he's not like that that, that could be something to look at going down the stretch but look the Eagles moved to 5-0 if they beat the Cowboys next week I mean wow they they, they open up a, a lead in, in, in that division to say the least but um they get the job done against Arizona. I did think they scored more points, but um, it was a, it was an, it was an interesting game to listen to or watch on the motorway back last night. Um, yeah, like he has been, I suppose, um, you know, much more successful in terms of utilizing the middle of the field this year, and that was the criticism that has been uh, leveled against him. Arizona did their best to to take that away a little bit yesterday, but in terms of the Cardinals offense, if if their fourth quarter offense was present for the entirety of the, the game, uh, their record could look significantly different. They seem to come to life only in the, the fourth quarter. A, cu- a couple of things probably stood out uh, for me. The fact, though, that they had to go to uh, a silent count um, in their home stadium um, is, is never a, a good sign. And... Look, the the kicker who who ultimately um, missed the kick. I I was very impressed um, by Justin Pugh because Madame Adola has had a, a tough few weeks. Um, I would say to all of the teams out there, um, you know, there's an Irishman on the practice squad in Jacksonville uh, who has proved, uh, you know, he he can kick. So maybe give give him a call. But in fairness to, to Justin Pugh, who has been around the the league for a little while, he stepped up and he you know, said to the media members that it wasn't just, it couldn't just be put on the, the kicker, um, that every single uh, member of the, the cards who had taken to the field had played a, a part in the defeat and it was really unfair to, to put it all on Amadola. So I thought that was um, really good leadership. And the cards are mo- another week uh, closer to, to getting Hopkins back, which I think they will be delighted about. But yeah, we've got to see more on offense from them through the, the first half. Brian, decent end of the game. Uh, Kyler Murray looking like a highlighter, actually wearing the same color the columns were right now. God, that was good timing. Didn't expect yeah. that. Um, on another day, it didn't happen, but on another day, that Eagles team would have been exploited that last drive. I, I just didn't get the uh, decision-making by the Cardinals, especially by, by Cliff Kingsbury with that last, was it minute and 40? It was just uh, strange, but the Eagles get over the line and win again. There was a lot of confusion on that last drive, Michael. I'm going to come to it now on that particular play. First of all, um, yeah, so the Eagles, to me, we watched a bit of this on the way home. It looked to me like the Eagles were comfortable. They're 14, look, Jalen Hurts had two touchdowns. The, the cards battled back, which is to the point Colin makes me know in terms of they seem to be playing better in the second half of these games or even into the fourth. The last drive, Colin Murray, um, in particular, we're going to home in on this play, right? So he, he goes, it's toward and 10, it's second and 10, right? And he, he runs and he slides. First of all, I felt he could have got the force down if he had a, like, a more battle-hardened quarterback would have been thrown their, their head in there, you know, as uh, we see him in other quarterbacks. And that can be that can be good, that can be bad. Like, or... 
Tyrod Taylor last week got a concussion because he ran he stuck his head in to get a first down. I felt uh, Murray could have done a little bit more to get the first down. Then in the stadium, they announced, announced it as first down. So Kingsbury um, said, in, in the radio set, they were saying that the instruction to Murray was spike the ball, spike the ball, because they thought it was first down. And the Eagles are saying, no, we knew it was toward and one. So there was a disconnect there. The stadium announcer was saying it's a first down for the Cardinals. Um, King, Kingsbury then said spike the ball because he, he assumed it was a first down. That's a disaster in itself. So that was that completely threw the whole situation off. Um, he was short, having looked at it again, Stephen. Um, but I felt he should have done more to get the first down. Maybe that would have put them in position test to at least have a, an opportunity to go at the end zone. And also maybe a shorter field goal for a kicker. And Justin Pugh used to play for the Giants and he, he seems like a really good guy. And he, he can, I suppose he's commended for showing support of the kicker. But the reality, this kicker struggled with the Jets last year. And uh, for people who don't know, he was the Chiefs kicker only a couple of weeks ago when they played in Indianapolis and he missed two field goals. So he's coming into the Cardinals already with the pressure on having had a difficult few weeks. And if don't know if you saw the, the, the snippet where they showed three uh, field goals in the practice leading up to the game in the warm up, all in the range of 47 yards. And he hooked all three of them to the right and he hooks the, the one, he hooks the one from 47 at the end of the game to put it into overtime. So as much as Pugh can defend him, the reality is he's not. He obviously isn't at the level. Maybe Collins right. Maybe some of these practice squad kickers should be getting getting the work because he's had. A, he's not. Doesn't seem to be doing the job. If Murray had a ram, in my opinion, better in that situation. I understand where they were. He would have got a force down. He got a, a little bit closer, an opportunity to win the game, and certainly then at least get into overtime. Cards have come up short. Eagles, big game next week. I think next next week one really is a. A cracking game ahead of his next Sunday night football because the Cowboys are certainly going in the right direction as well. Looking forward to talking about the Cowboys in a minute. Let's talk about the uh, the Jets beating the Dolphins. Feel like an idiot not picking the Jets now. Want to apologise to the Jets fans either watching this broadcast or listening back in the podcast. I was on the fence, but before you throw metaphorical stones on me, I did pick the Jets. Was it last week or the week? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Teddy Bridgewater concussed. Backup, backup comes in, column Jets, two in a row. Take away the concussion situation, they still put 40 points up. The quarterback doesn't play defense, last time I checked. So, uh, well done to the, the to, well done to the Jets. Uh, the Dolphins, I'm intrigued to see when Tua comes back. Genuine, I really am. Um, I know they'll probably say I'll be back next week. We, until he steps out in that field, I, I, I remain to be convinced. Um, well, look, I think for the, the Jets, they they were very impressive uh, yesterday and their young players in particular. Uh, Alejandro Tucker has played kind of all over that offensive line and has done really, really well. Uh, Brees Hall has been impressive. Sauce Gardner has been I- I- impressive and they have responded after probably a, a, a tough kind of opening. So uh, you, you would have to be kind of pleased for Salah and for that organization. And they were on a, a run of uh, divisional defeats. So it's great to, to see them get the, the win. There will probably be some Dolphins fans who will say, well, we were really bagged up. But yeah, it was so with the Bills when they played you. Like, you can only go, there'll always be injuries, right? That's just the, the reality of this league. And um, as we're seeing, we talked about with the Giants, guys step up. That's what you need guys to, to do. Uh, so I think um, it will be interesting to, to see how things play out in the the East, right? Because the the Patriots got got a win. The Bills look like they're in a 
you know, they they right now, and you never know when January rolls around, but right now the Bills are the best team, I would say, in football. And apparently they're looking to acquire Christian McCaffrey um, to give them a, a, a run game, which would be very interesting if that were to come to pass. Um, but the, if the rest of the East is going to look at it and say, well, why not? We're competitive and everybody in the AFC is going to take wins off each other because it is uh, super competitive. But pleased uh, for the Jets. And I, I don't think it was a fluke. Uh, I think they, you know, should look to, to build on this. I, I don't think there was, and I know nobody's expecting them to make a deep playoff run, um, but they're making progress under Salah, which is exactly what you want. And you want to see those young players develop, which is exactly what we are seeing. An OC in Lafleur and a young coach in Salah. It shows, I think, in the, in the New York market, Brian, if you uh, change things up, give people time, allow for things to grow, it, it, do, it does work. And it's definitely... It's definitely working in the Jets' favour, you know, like this this injury to Zach Wilson in the preseason. Everyone wrote them off for the year, and look at them now. Fair, fair play to them, uh, and a great win for them yesterday. Yeah, we did say in our season preview, Sean Michael, that they have brought in some really, really strong players, and they certainly look like they're going in the right direction. But again, it's go out in the field and prove it. And the last two weeks, in particular the fourth quarter, like last week there was 14 unanswered points by them to go in the Pittsburgh and win. And then 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter yesterday, having Miami rallied to get back to 1970 and down. You, games in the past with this Jets team, you say, oh, here we go again. The Jets are going to find a way to throw this game away. 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to put the game away. I can't recall the last time the Jets put up 40 points. The game for, for Miami was very different from the very first play. I mean, they give away a safety in the very first play of the game. They lose Bridgewater to a concussion and an elbow injury. And it doesn't look like two is going to be returning next week either. So we're going to have this torturing quarterback play for them. Things have quickly changed for this Miami team. The Miami defense played well for large parts, but the reality is, unless the offense is playing really well, it can only hold in games for so long. And Tyreek Hill is also, by all accounts, left in a, in a boot yesterday and is injured and he's doubtful for next weekend. For the Jets, it's a great win. We touched on it on the show the other day. The Jets have had these little wins throughout the course of the years, like last year when they beat the Bengals at home. And you obviously you've got to follow up with a big win. They did that, like they beat Miami in the division. And here, like was look really realistic. It is the Bills' division. If the Bills are playing the Chiefs this weekend in Arrowhead, that game can go either way. If the Chiefs, that's a toss-up. It'd be interesting to see how the picks go on Thursday on that game. But like, say for arguments like the Jets were to win three in a row and the Bills don't win this weekend, they're both tied at four and two. You could have the Dolphins winning this weekend at four and two. And you're going to have the Patriots potentially winning this weekend going three and three. It's a tight division. Obviously, in reality, as Bills and not likelihood will pull away at some stage. But right now, they'll feel they're in the hunt. And maybe that's the way Salah needs to play it, the same as way which David is. We just play to our strengths and then the rest of the results will take care of themselves. Let's see what happens. Obviously, well done to the Jets fans. Hard luck to the, a lot of Dolphins fans in Ireland. And people listen, hard, hard luck lads will go again next week. I didn't watch Sunday Night Football because unlike used two buckos, I had to drive a hundred odd miles up the road. And shout out to everyone living in NI because I like the, just the drive, lads, is is no bueno. Um, I seen I seen the game in forty this morning. I picked the Bengals to win. It was a close enough game, nineteen to seventeen. Ravens get the win. Justin Tucker is is money column, and uh, I I really feel that from from watching it back. If that hadn't happened last night at the end, and the Bengals had to go over the line, 
I just I just think the shots in Baltimore would have been very interesting. I know Coach Harbour signed an extension, and there was a lot of optimism. A lot of people like him. Lamar Jackson is currently holding his own fort contract wise, but it was a big win for them over the Bengals. It would have been a very very in my genuinely I think it would have been a very very difficult or different discussion to be had if they had lost that game based on the start of the season Cincinnati had had and also going on in the league yesterday when the Steelers were beat the Browns were beat a big win for a team that needed the win as well yeah but I suppose that's what kind of these divisional games are and if it was the Premier League we call them six pointers because everything kind of hinges on them and the the Bengals are a, a good side you could argue that um you know maybe zach taylor um needs to look at the offensive play calling and the the tells that they have uh, because uh, last night it was obvious in terms of if mixon was standing up uh, they were uh you know uh, going to to run it and uh, if he was hunched over it was going to be pass play and that i think possibly became uh, very obvious to uh, the opposing defense as well but the, for the Ravens, the the thing is, and and for any team that the the Ravens are playing, you know, if you are a point or two up or or three up, you know, and Justin Tucker walks out, um, your heart must sink because he is absolutely absolutely phenomenal. Like every single stat, like the the thing with kickers is they generally they're so up and down. And, and you see sometimes, um, you know, somebody might have a, a really good year, but it's very difficult for them to, to follow it up. Um, and Tucker is the exception to, to that rule. Um, the, around the NFL tweeted earlier saying, uh, Tucker has made 61 straight field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime. He's the only kicker since 2000 to be perfect, 23 of 23 uh, field goals in the final minute of the fourth quarter or overtime. Um, it, it, I mean, it's just, it's just stunning. He's absolutely money, and I'm sure um, some people may have, and if you haven't heard it, uh, the. The, the field goal apparently would have, was so straight down the middle that if the uprights had only been 18 inches apart, it still would have gone through. Uh, the, the, to have that in your arsenal, um, as long as the Ravens manage to, to make it to the dance, that is a serious, serious weapon. Uh, Brian, I seen Mina Kimes tweeted that we should put like maybe like a different thing through the net to get like more points if you hit it that well. He's Justin Tucker is money, isn't he? He's like fantasy god as well. He's he's so reliable. Fantastic, he's fantastic. And maybe Zach Taylor needs to recognise who the kicker is on the other side. Colin has matched it up perfectly for me. He says it's a, it's like a six pointer in the Premiership. Yeah, it's a six pointer. This is a six point scenario. Two forty eight to go in the third quarter. Good old Zach Taylor. Rock, rocks up, Mr. Uh, head Coach of the Year caliber, as usual, with his analytic stats and all the gobbledygook that goes, play the game instead of playing your stats. Um, he takes a field goal there, the game is tied up. Uh, they go for it on fourth and two, they don't get it. What happens, the um, Ravens drive down, and I know it's a field goal and not a touchdown, but it's, a, it's the significance of the situation. The Ravens drive down, and they go, they have a fourth and inches, similar scenario. And then I think Harbour learns from his mistakes last week where he went for it against um, against the Bills and didn't get it. He takes the field goal this week. They go up by six. The way the game plays out then, they end up winning it by two. Like, 
the longest play of the game for the Bengals offense was 23 yard reception to Chase, I believe. Um, they weren't moving the ball at, like we've seen in other games. So surely you should be recognizing those type of situations where when there's points on the table, you've got to take them. And their kicker is solid as well. Let's be fair, like McPherson, he's been brilliant since he came into the league. That would have tied the game up. I'm not saying he would have won, but just some of the some of the play calling and some of the decisions by some of these head coaches is baffling. And it obviously seems to come from these guys who are the younger type of head coach coming into the league and think that they know it all and they find themselves in situations where it doesn't work out. I just felt in the game was so tight. Those three points in the end would have been significant potentially. Yeah, the thing for me was funny was Joe Burrow was saying about you know how if defenses keep playing like that, he's not going to get the ball down the field. I mean, he was four and a half minutes from winning the Super Bowl last year, so that's that's an interesting thing to say. Uh, hope it works out for him. Love the Bengals. Up the Bengals. <laughs>